0: Dan Stein with FAIR. There was a ruling now by a federal judge in Kansas today, actually just a little while ago. And uh, the judge says, uh, that ruled Kansas cannot require proof of U.S. citizenship to register to vote. U.S. District Judge Julie Robinson sided with, they say, voters Monday. (laughs) That's some voters. That Kansas cannot require people who register to vote to provide documents such as birth certificates, U.S. passports or naturalization papers, the decision um, combines a number of cases that were read. You know, I guess I'm getting old. I remember a time when you really had to show proof of uh, uh, of citizenship and so forth to vote. Why is that so controversial?
1: Well, because if you value the right to vote, you would require people to prove that they're eligible to vote. And clearly, the you know, I mean, the Voting Rights Act and the way it's been interpreted by the courts mean that... Um, Anybody can come in, and for some reason we have to facilitate massive voter fraud. I have to give Chris Kobach, who's running for governor, of course, uh, a lot of credit for fighting this battle, and he's often been alone in doing so. Uh, It would be nice if Congress would come step in and, and authorize states to require citizenship when you register to vote, because in the end, how do you measure voter fraud if the data make it impossible to ever detect it?
0: Well, and, and I mean, they even fight, uh, even though there was this uh, victory in Ohio, it was a narrow victory, they, they, the left even fights in the Democrat Party, uh, states trying to clean their voter rolls of people who haven't voted.
1: Oh, this goes back 25, 30 years. I remember when Governor Wilson, Pete Wilson, was trying to cross-check voter rolls with immigration documents, and immediately the ACLU and Mexican-American Legal Defense and Education Fund run to court and claim, you know, it's going to have a chilling effect on... I mean, all, all, Basically, this has nothing to do with the voters themselves, but simply cross-checking with immigration records to make sure non-citizens aren't registering, that's somehow, that's a crime. That's a crime against humanity. I mean, in the end, the legitimacy of the voting process itself, just like the legitimacy of our immigration system and the fact that a nation of laws, what are the things that tie us together anymore, Mark? You know, it's common language, respect for laws, cornerstone of citizenship, work hard, play by the rules, you get a shot at the American dream. If you know, if we don't have to all play by the same rules, and if we reward cheaters and reward people who cut in line, you know what ultimately what is, ties us together as a people at that point. So you know, you look at this, you look at the Democrats now, and you say they don't like Trump's zero tolerance policy. They don't want to get the facts. They're not interested in the truth. They're not interested in the reality. And so basically, you know, Trump has zero tolerance, and Democrats now have zero credibility they're not even looking at what caused the phenomenon in the first place they're not interested in trying to get to the source of the problem whether it's voter fraud, Anyone not recognize voter fraud or whether it's uh, traffickers and smugglers gaming our asylum system which should be reserved for extraordinary humanitarian cases Cause Mark, when you think about it when you give asylum to somebody you're allowing them to jump in front of the line of hundreds of millions of people who would like to immigrate to this great country now, you have to give that grant very carefully. You don't want to allow fraud. You also want to be very careful not to make, make it easier to get asylum than if you applied for refugee status overseas. If you give people an advantage by crossing the border illegally to make their asylum claim versus going to an embassy overseas and allow them to pass through three or four safe countries before they make the, you know, forum shopping before they make the claim, you make a mockery of the entire system, and that's the legacy of what we have from the Obama administration.
0: Let me circle back. Michael Steele on Friday on MSNBC, these locations where these these kids are temporarily located, he said he says I call this a concentration camp for kids. Um, Stephanie Cutter, well known Liberal Democrat, well not so well known, she said it's without it's like putting them in concentration camps, it raises the question. We have a former CIA director, he uses the same language. We have Laura Bush who basically um, says this is akin to Japanese internment camps. This is crazy stuff, is it not?
1: Well, it's quackery and, and I don't know what's I don't know what Michael Steele's drinking, but I mean, I guess he's on MSNBC, but this is irresponsible. It's ahistorical. It obviously demeans <coughs> whether it's
0: Korematsu. Well, they all must or... be drinking the same thing, I'll tell you that.
1: Well, I mean, I obviously don't know what they're talking about. These, the, 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 the pictures they're, they're showing of these processing centers, these young people are there for maybe a day or two while they're relocated to these very nice college-type dorms while well, they're looking for legal guardians or their, real, or their parents ultimately but they're very nice and certainly under conditions far better than when they were being brought through mexico at the hands of smugglers and traffickers and rapists and everything else and you know you, you sit here and you say to yourself if you don't like what trump is doing then you have an obligation to come forward with a viable solution a viable alternative that will protect the kids, ensure you're not putting them in the hands of traffickers and smugglers, or, and, and how you can ensure they're actually their parents, guarantee the safety, and guarantee that they'll show up for their asylum hearings. Notice that everybody who's criticizing the Trump policy doesn't have an alternative.
0: Oh, yes, they do. Open borders, let everybody in.
1: That's not an alternative. Look, You see the asylum claims have been skyrocketing because that's what Obama did. He just let everybody run into the country. W was doing that, too, by the way. Mm -hmm. And it just got worse and worse under Obama. And the way things were going now, we were becoming the laughingstock of the world. And, And Trump quite rightly said, I mean, look what's happening to Angela Merkel, right? I mean, she's about to lose her prime ministership because of the immigration issue. Why should we go down the same path of Europe? It all starts with basic fundamental terms of how you enforce these laws. And the funny thing about it, Mark, is it's kind of sad. <clears throat> but if the if, if the Democrats would work with the Republicans, they could find a solution. If they would give the policy even a couple of months to see if it truly has a deterrent effect, because in the end it would actually slow the pro, the number of people coming across as family units to a trickle, because once the traffickers and smugglers – Get word that this isn't easy. Is no longer an easy route in. Once the people back in, in Central America find out that this doesn't work, you'd be surprised how quickly the market responds and they stop trying to do it. So don't you
0: think? Don't don't you think though? For the Democrats, even though the media keeps saying, "Uh, it's Trump who is uh, trying to use these kids for leverage." Don't you think the Democrats want this issue? I mean, the media are like the propaganda mouthpiece for that party, and they just keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. What's What's two thousand people, kids, to the Democrats when they're 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 uh, obsessed over abortion?
1: Well, when you see Pelosi running down on the border, you know what the you know the jig is up. But right? this is look, the Democrats have been getting their clock cleaned by Trump on the immigration issue. He's been getting you know he whipsaws them on every issue. He says it's their fault, which it usually is. I mean, the de- the Democrats when they change the immigration law, like the Wilberforce Trafficking Act. <clears throat> They see it doesn't work as intended, but then they refuse to go back and fix it, just like the 1965 law. You know, well-intended, doesn't work in an effective way, but they won't fix it. And here you have Blumenthal and these other guys bellowing like Senator Foghorn, just saying, "Oh, this is a terrible problem, but they won't fix it. Chuck Schumer, all over the 1986 amnesty bill, he won't fix it. Democrats won't work on getting you verify, which everybody should be supporting. You know, they're opposed to border control. They're opposed to interior enforcement. They, they support sanctuary cities. They don't want to support ICE.
0: Okay, dangerous. let me slow you down. So what do you, on make on of, on. what do you make of a party that embraces across-the-board lawlessness? It, they're just power-hungry, right?
1: Well, it's anarchy. They, they're supporting anarchy in a quest for power at all costs. And I say this as a guy who's not really partisan, but you, you, at some point you have to call it for what it is. They no longer, I mean, for, for, the, for the last... Hundred and some years, since since probably about 1910, the Democrats stood very strongly in favor of border control and immigration control. Suddenly, at the end of the Clinton administration, and then full on with Obama, they completely flipped, and now it's total anarchy. No immigration law enforcement. Nobody should ever have to go home. Nobody should have to respect immigration laws. And unless you're a murderer or a terrorist, they don't want you to ever see you be deported or removed. And that's. Completely unsustainable. Jay Johnson, when he comes out and he, he was the uh, a, a DHS director for Obama, he says, well, what Trump is doing down there is unsustainable. You now, what he's really saying is, I really couldn't get the job done and I'm feeling bad about it, so I'm going to criticize him. Michael Steele wasn't a particularly effective politician. Now he stands there, you know, doing a dance for MSNBC. You know, he's a turncoat. These guys, why do, it's, it's these Republicans, who ought to know better, who ought to be studying the issue well enough to know exactly <clears throat> why we're in this situation before they comment.
0: You know, They call Wallace. He's another one. Yeah. Hold on. I'm, I'm adjusting my wonderful ex-chair here. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, all right, Dan Stein, I want to thank you very, very much.
1: Yeah, uh, remind everybody
0: that. where they can can get to your website.
1: Uh, www.fairus.org Fairus.org.
0: All right, my friend. Well done. I appreciate you.